Hello, you've reached the pinnacle. This is episode 18 of the Brain Droppings Podcast, season one. As always, I'm your host, Joe Show, to take you along for the next, I don't know, whatever number of minutes to an hour. Um, recapping all of season one and what a season it's been. I mean, we have had topics ranging from, you know, ridiculously farcical down to, um, you know, a nice look back to even some dead-ass serious ones. So in tonight's episode, we will wrap up season one. We'll look back at the different episodes that we've done. We'll take a look at some of the things that are happening now in and around us. This is the first week of September. I hope you all had a wonderful Labor Day. Um, But to the matter at hand, I want to continue the podcast um, into a season two and well beyond. I want to thank everybody for subscribing to the podcast, for communicating um, through email and DMs and, and checking in with us. And as always, you can find this podcast on Twitter at droppings underscore pod. That's droppings underscore pod on Twitter. Um, feel free to tweet the show. Feel free to DM or um, promote you know, promote the site. Let's get some followers going. Primarily, most of the followers that I have right now are on my personal account, but I want to try to build this one uh, specifically going into season two, because I think as we've progressed through season one, we've learned a few things as a group. We've uh, figured a few things out. So I want to try to, you know, marry that forward and, and kind of take us to a next level. Uh, so as always, you can email the show at braindroppingspod at gmail.com. That's braindroppingspod at gmail.com. Always looking forward to any feedback you have, positive or negative. I've washed away all the sins of episode 17 and how I was feeling. I really want to thank everybody that did write in uh, words of encouragement. I appreciate it. Sometimes we just have a shitty day, but you know, what's that old saying? You got to you got to enjoy or endure a rainy day to appreciate a sunny day. Um, well, I did that, so I feel good about it. As always, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, TuneIn, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Always keep in mind, if you have an Amazon-enabled device, you can simply say, Alexa, play Brain Droppings Podcast on TuneIn and she will find it and play you the newest episodes. Please, when you go to these sites, subscribe so that you're always up to date when I drop these new ones. Um, As you've seen throughout season one, they can be sporadic. I can do some rapid fire ones, and then I can also go on a two to three week hiatus. So it really just matters in what's going on around me. Like if there's nothing to talk about, there's no reason to do a podcast. So without any further ado, I bring you the season finale, episode 18, season one, Brain Droppings podcast. Stay tuned. Yeah, here we go for the hundred time. Hand grenade pins in every line. Throw them up and let something shine. Going out of my fucking mind. Filthy mouth, no excuse. Find a new place to hang this noose. String me up from atop these roofs. Not it tight so I won't get loose. Truth is, you can stop and stare. Run myself out and no one cares. Dug the trench out, lay down there with a shovel up out of reach somewhere. Yeah, someone pour it in. Make it a dirt dance floor again. Say your prayers and stop it out when they bring that chorus in. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it in. Who doesn't like a little bit of Linkin Park to kind of get the podcast going? So 
Again, this is the season finale. Uh, so what I want to talk about in today's podcast is I want to take a look back and see, you know, what we've done over the course of 17 previous episodes. Um, I've done one with my brother with horrible audio that I had to delete. That was my very, talk about starting out on a shitty foot. The very first podcast I do is nothing short of gold. It is literal physical gold. It's, it's, it's content gold. Um, what a great way to launch. And unfortunately, the podcast audio was so fucking bad. And it really was just because I had my microphone, but I was doing the podcast with my brother. I wanted to start it out with Mike as my first guest. And his audio was so terrible through the hosting site that you couldn't hear him. It was his first time ever talking on a microphone, so he didn't understand that you just continue your voice and your normal inflection, and it translates. Um, so beyond the audio difficulties, it was nothing short of a brilliant episode. So, you know, I tried to recapture it a little bit further down the season once I had like eight or nine under my belt, but it was hard to recapture it. It's not a bad one with Mike. That's um, season one, episode 10. That was the window in funny stories with Mike. It's okay. But the first one, the same stories were discussed, but they were so much more organic. They were just off the top. So it was great. Um, so for me, content-wise, phenomenal way to start the podcast. For you, listenership-wise, um, after I listened to it, once it got ferreted out, I just thought to myself, I got to pull this down. It's just, it's so bad. So unfortunately, you'll never get to see that unless I can capture it naturally and organically with Mike. And that would be wonderful if I could. Uh, second episode I did with Kate. That was kind of like a whole how we met, some of the funny stories along the way. Um, you know, it was just a fun one to do. It was fun to do with her. Third one, um, I was just kind of ranting <laughs> about having kids and um, I actually had a caller call in and it was weird because I wasn't, I was doing it on the, the platform that I can either choose to pre-record these, which mind you, you'll all thank me once you start listening, I don't know, like episode 10 and up when I actually figured out that it was way smarter to actually, I think it was episode 11 and up. It was way smarter to make sure that you're both on good audio, that you pre-record these so that you can edit out some of the shit. Um, but I did a live episode and this lady called in from California and I'm thrilled that she did. But it was weird because, you know, in my mind's eye, podcasting is not necessarily caller driven or at least my version of it isn't. So, but it was a great episode. So that's a good one to listen to. Again, my audio wasn't great, but it's far better now. And I hope you appreciate it. I mean, I don't mind listening to myself. So that's, you know, what does that tell you? It, it can't be that bad. Um, I did a, like a, a week in review following that. Then I did one on conspiracy theories. And I think in season two, I want to expand on that. Um, you know, I, I kind of alluded that I watch Ancient Aliens. But, you know, there's plenty to talk about when it comes to Ancient Aliens, whether you believe in it or not. I don't fucking care. Um, I don't necessarily subscribe to it because again i'm a very factual based person so it's hard for me to gravitate to that but i do enjoy um a little game that i have and actually that's before i go any further talking about the the episodes i've done that was something that i wanted to make sure that i talked about in this episode the season finale um apparently <laughs> now 
I'm now aware of it, so I'm going to do my best not to do it. Um, unless, of course, I get some really good feedback on it, and then, hey, I, I can be bought. Um, but long story short, it's been brought to my attention that I might do something on a regular basis throughout all of my podcasts. And that is that I abuse an adjective. <laughs> the adjective that I'm guilty of abusing is the word phenomenal. I don't know if it's just that I enjoy saying phenomenal or I just feel like the the adjective phenomenal conveys, you know, such a regal pronunciation. I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I really don't know. However, um, apparently I say it a lot and somebody had indicated that it might make a good drinking game. Now, I can't condone, you know, if you're listening to me in the car, if the only you should be drinking water or coffee uh, or soda, you should not be drinking alcohol. However, if you are in the confines of your home or you're at a party and you're not driving um, and you're in a safe environment, um, apparently I use the word phenomenal at nauseum. So you could either make it a sipping game where every time I use that when you're listening to an episode, you take a sip of your, your drink, or you could turn it into a game of shots. Um, you're choosing. I mean, if I were to do shots, it has to be a very good, smooth tequila. That's my shot drink. I don't, I don't do shots of vodka. I don't do shots of uh, whiskey. I mean, maybe a fireball here and there, but you know, that's not really whiskey. That's not a sophisticated whiskey drinker's whiskey. I can tell you that much. How many times do you think I could say whiskey? Um, but beyond all that, phenomenal is a word that I keep using, and I am going to make a conscious effort in season two to not use it as much. Um, especially now that it's been brought to my attention. I've been re-listening to my episodes and uh, you would be fucking hammered just listening to one episode on a sip drink level. So, you know, hey, do what you want with it. Um, it's it's a permanent fixture in my vernacular. It'll come out at any given time. So I apologize ahead of time if I, if I contribute to your drunkenness, um, but it's not a bad game to play <laughs> apparently so anywho back to conspiracy theory so i i have another talent um i'm not proud of it <laughs> not proud at all um somebody had circle had circulated a facebook post um yesterday or the day before and you know i never look at those the ones that you know you can obviously tell it's a copy and paste it's like this is these are all the things that i like just fill in what you like I've done it a couple of times and then then you just it's like it's fucking annoying like I don't want to do it but that being said I saw one come across and it was it sucked me right in it said put a stop sign next to every show that you've at least watched 10 episodes of now this list was probably a hundred shows deep I got concerned when I was at like 20 shows that I know for a fact I've seen at least 10 episodes. Now, some are given, like The Simpsons. Um, of course, I've seen 10 episodes of The Simpsons. Uh, Blacklist. Yeah, if you've watched a season of Blacklist, you've seen 10 episodes. House of Cards, same thing. Um, but some of the other ones, like Ancient Aliens was on there, and I had to say, yes, I've seen more than 10 episodes of that. Then it dawned on me, no I've seen probably hundreds of episodes since its inception. And I can tell that because more often than not, I can tell you the age of an episode, like how long ago it was put up, by how large 
Giorgio Tsoukalos's hair is when it's when it's bushy, and I mean bushy, bushy out there, bushy. Then you know for a fact that he has had that rocking for a short amount of time. Like that just barely um, got onto the show. Now he's wearing it tight. Oh, oh, that could be a newer one. You never know. Um, but you know, so that's my thing with ancient aliens and conspiracy theories in general. Um, there are some good ones and we didn't really touch on them in that episode. I think I primarily stuck with some of like, you know, moon theory and, uh, the ancient alien stuff. And, you know, we didn't really get into stuff like JFK, um, which would have been a really good one to get into. There's, there's actually a lot of different conspiracy theories out there that we could have explored that we didn't. So in season two, I might, you know, shake that one free, re-listen to it a couple of times, get rid of some of the stuff that would repeat, um, and just come up with new stuff. So I, I really like the, the topic of conspiracy theories. I just have to do a little bit more content research. Um, I did one on stress, which I suggest you check it out. It's like my number two or number three downloaded episode. It's uh, season one, episode six. It was stress and working through it. Just basically another person's uh, view in on stress and how to deal with it. You know, we all deal with stress differently. And, and I make it a point to mention that in the episode. But, you know, if I have any ways that I handle stress that you may identify with, then it's probably a good episode to listen to. Uh, then I did my number one downloaded um, episode, and that was season one, episode seven. That's called Pet Peeves and Neat Freaks. And I did this with my coworker, um, Anthony. Anthony not only is a naturally funny human being, but I, I really love this guy um, as a friend, as a, as a person, as a, as a colleague, as a coworker. Really good really, really good person. Um, so I had so much fun doing that. We actually did it in our office. Um, after work one day when everybody else had left, we went into his office. I set up all the gear, the microphone. And, you know, again, I would love to do another one with Anthony. Um, maybe with a second mic. So we're both closer to it and we, and our voices resonate better, but the stories, I mean, Anthony and I, it, if I could have brought a camera to any one of the lunches, and there were many that we went to, whether we were going to an Italian place um, for subs that literally remind you of your grandparents, if you're Italian, it's a place called Borelli's, um, or if we were just being disgusting, fat, gross pigs and going to Red Robin and going there so that we could have three baskets of fries with our burger. Um, the stories that we would talk about at lunch are legendary. So in season two, I'd like to, you know, connect with Anthony again. We no longer work together, which is very cool uh, for both of us because our environment was extremely stressful and we both had an opportunity to, to uh, take a step forward in our professional development and um, both really happy with the choices that we made. So I think it would make for a good podcast. Um, Let's see. I did one on the Avengers Endgame review. I did that the night that the movie came out. That's a, you know, bleh. I'm not a big fan of that one. Um, it just, I don't know. It kind of, you know, sometimes when you leave a movie, you're excited to talk about it. But when you actually turn the microphone on and you have to start, you know, breaking down what you just watched while you're still processing what you just watched, um, 
that could be hard. Now, I've seen Endgame three times since the movies. Um, I could talk about it, but, you know, not relevant anymore. So, you know, if you want it, a garbage listen, a train wreck listen, that's a good one. Uh, that's episode nine. Episode 10 was the one I got to finally do with Mike, my brother. And it was good. Um, like I said, it, it was funny. Um, but our stories, when we're speaking organically, are so much funnier. So I think what I'm going to try to do is tape a few of our phone calls, uh, record them. So that way, when the stories come up organically, I can like cut them out, put them in and, you know, basically build a podcast around it. Cause I think that would be funnier. Um, when they, when we were doing them back, like we talked about it in the car and we were pissing our pants laughing. And then I call them and I go, let's do this on the podcast. It doesn't always translate as funny as when you're in the moment with it. So I'm going to try to see if I can't figure that out. I'd have to, you know, work on some logistics with Mike, but definitely want to do another one with Mike. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's a barrel of laughs. What else can I say? Um, then I did a serious one. That was episode 11. That was on the opioid crisis. And I brought in Kate and explained, you know, my ignorance to drug abuse, drug addiction, drug recovery. Um, and Kate kind of educated me along the way. I mean, it's, you know, I, I live with her. I know what she does for a living. Um, you know, I know what her career is. I know what her job title is. Um, I had some education going into this. I wanted to kind of challenge her and, and make it like a funny back and forth panel. Um, Zach Galifianakis like, and that was a no, no. Uh, she was not having that. This, this turned into a pretty, uh, informative PSA, um, informational podcast. So that check that one out. Season one, episode 11, I think. Yeah. Episode 11, uh, titled the opioid crisis. It's a good one. Uh, we did it, you know, in a, in a room that had a bit of an echo, but I think the audio sounds really good. And then they just started getting better and better and better. Uh, I did my observations for episode 12, which I was testing out, writing out my, um, my podcast in almost script form. Um, and I thought it was okay, but it's far better when I do it like this, when I'm literally just having a conversation with the laptop and pretending that there are like, 20 of you in the room with me. So I'm making eye contact with you. I'm, you know, I'm having, but it comes out more natural. You know, like, this is how I talk. So being able to do it, you know, on the podcast for you, it's got to be from a listening perspective, easier to listen to than when you are reading off a piece of paper. And you want to make sure that you have good inflection in your voice, even if you are not a hundred percent sure that you do. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's odd that that comes so easily to me <laughs> in a funny way. Um, episode 13, I did the throwback. Having a sip of water. Hang on. Uh, yeah, episode 13, um, I did the growing up in the 80s, which arguably, um, as a child of the 80s, and I will say it now, I said it on the podcast, I'll say it to anybody uh, who wants to listen, best decade ever. It really was. Um, you know, hair bands, um, fashion trends, music, hip hop's emergence, uh, comedy, every movies, everything was just, it was a great time. Um, let's see after that, I did lost and found. Um, that was okay. Back to the grind was a very good one. Uh, right after the 4th of July, then I did my just deal with it podcast, which was, you know, that's my number three most listened to. 
and it's perception versus reality based. So it allows you to kind of identify with both sides of your brain. You know, I, I that one again, not the most humorful one that I did, um, but sometimes I have thoughts in my head that I just feel, I don't know, compelled to get out. I just think that, you know, not that I think that you need to listen to me because I know what I'm talking about. And it's none of that at all. Um, I do it because I want to. I do it because I'm comfortable doing it. I do it because I don't have a ton of adult conversations with adults. Now, my oldest is getting there. Um, my other, you know, adult talker is Kate. And then beyond that, you have, you know, your friends. I have Anthony. I have Matt. I have Brian um, that I can call and we talk. But, you know, doing it like this, you can't interrupt me. We're not in a in a bar thing where I'm afraid that, you know, I you can't I can't hear what you're saying 100%. You know, when I do it on the podcast, I can just talk. And I think I have a lot of talking left to do. So <laughs> I did it one on perception versus reality. I did, you know, it, it brought everything in there. I even touched on religion a little bit. Um, you know, I thought it was a good one. And then, you know, my last one which is quickly becoming um it looks like it's at least trending to be my number one listen to podcast which i appreciate was the last one um this was it the season finale eve um episode 17 you can't won't stop me um and that was a very cathartic podcast for me um i'm not thin-skinned Things don't typically bother me. I'm more like Vesuvius. There's a lot of pressure that builds up. And then when it finally pops, I just have to get it out. So, you know, did the email wreck me? No. The email was the straw that broke the camel's back. I had a bunch of stuff building up inside. And let me tell you, after I did that podcast, I felt awesome. I chilled out. I relaxed. Just getting things out sometimes is a fun... Oh, shit, I said it. Phenomenal. It's a phenomenal opportunity for you to expel the things that are bothering you. I hope I am not killing somebody making them super drunk right now. It was not my intention. Um, so that is a basic rundown of season one um, and the stuff that we did. And I'm very proud of what we did. I really, really am. Um, I, I think we killed it. In, in, in a good way. You know, I think I grew as a podcast host. Um, I'm learning my audio better. I'm learning my, my editing better. I'm learning my fading in of music. My bump-ins all have meaning to them. So as you listen, once it gets past that canned elevator music that I used for like the first, I don't know, eight to 10. After that, I started just pulling down songs and just taking snippets. That way I'm not, you know, I'm not infringing on anybody's copyright implications or whatever constrictions but i'm just simply taking a song that has meaning to me or it has meaning to the podcast and i'm just dropping in a little segment of it just something to kind of you know break it in now one thing that i am going to do for season two and i don't know if you really noticed but the beginning of this episode i started right off just talking you know hello and then boom right into talking I think I'm going to do a lot more of that in season two. I like the way it, it flows. You know, it's like a little basic brief monologue. I mean, a podcast is a fucking one hour monologue. But, you know, it's a nice little 
lead into the episode, then the song that has a little bit of meaning attached to it, and then boom, you're right into the meat and potatoes. And then we'll finish it out with some dessert. I'll throw, you know, if it's one of those podcasts where you're just like, and you puke it all out, and then at the end you're just nice and chill and relax, then it'll probably be some relaxed music fading out at the end of the episode. Um, If it's one of those ones where I'm coming in hot or I'm just feeling, you know, jacked up for that that particular podcast then it's probably going to have something uplifting in the beginning i mean that's i I love music um i love all kinds of music and you'll you know throughout season two and beyond you'll hear more and more of what's in my itunes library because i just pull little snippets um i don't want to not talk about this and it's you know i'm not going to spend a ton of time i try not to to do a lot of um sad downer or overly too too serious stuff when i do the podcast but um i am recording this on wednesday yeah it's wednesday wednesday september 4th and um you know i don't want to not talk about the devastating impact of hurricane dorian in the bahamas now you know the bahamas make up I think it's 700 keys and islands in the entire chain. Um, I may be way wrong with that. I don't know. There's a lot. (laughs) Maybe it's 70. (laughs) I don't know. 17. No. Um, But seriously, not all the islands took damage. Um, However, there were some that, that have been annihilated and my heart, goes out to them um i've already reached out to my friend who i mentioned in my last podcast when i was talking about um donations and and helping out and helping others i reached out to him um geez today is wednesday so i reached out to him saturday with anticipation of what was going to be happening and said you know whatever you need just let me know um you know i have a special connection to the bahamas um I vacationed I vacationed in the Bahamas since 2009 basically every year um maybe with the exception of a couple of times where two years passed but never more than two um I found my slice of heaven everybody does you know everybody's heaven's different you know Kate's heaven is um the hills of Tuscany she hasn't been but that's her heaven that's where she wants to go I found my heaven by accident. I was going on vacation. <laughs> I didn't I didn't go on a heaven quest. I would never really thought of a place as like my heaven, so to speak, like my heaven on earth. I um, you know, I've lived down south, I've lived in the southwest, I lived in the northeast. Um, I visited all over this goddamn country. I don't think there's a state I have not been to. Now, I haven't been to all of the attractions in each state, but there's not a state I haven't been to. But I went on vacation and I ended up in the Bahamas and on this particular island, it's the island of Eleuthera. Um, It holds a very, very, very special place in my heart. It's one of those places where when, when you land, when you step off the plane or when you get into your, whatever your Zen is when you're on vacation, for me, it's island time. It's time to take the phone and bury it. It's time to take the iWatch, you know, the Apple watch off and throw it throw it to the side, put it in the bag. It's, it's one of island time for me is when I don't think about anything, anything at all. I'm in my full look, listen, learn mentality at that per, at that point. And 
so I went on vacation <laughs> and I end up at this island and I don't know how to explain it. It was a transcendent feeling of just being at home. Um, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. I've made uh, lifelong friends that are permanent residents there. I, I love this island. Now, brief you know, hurricane history of this island is that, you know, it's, it's in the Bahamas. They, they experience hurricanes, they experience tropical storms, um, but rarely do they take direct hits. Um, it's, it's typically not the norm. And, you know, for instance, the island that I visit, Eleuthera, uh, it took a direct Category 5 hit, very similar to what Dorian did to Abaco um, in 1999, I believe. It was Hurricane Floyd, Cat 5. Um, I believe I got the right hurricane in the right year, but I'll have to look it up and verify. Um, actually, while I'm doing this, I'll look it up anyways. Um, so they took a direct hit, and it was... No bueno. Uh, let's see. Oh my God, I am right. Son of a bitch. Sometimes you don't want to be right. Um, so yeah, Hurricane Floyd was a Cat 4, uh, bordering a Cat 5 when it took a direct hit on my island, uh, the island of Eleuthera. And it devastated the island. There was an Arnold Palmer golf resort on the southern tip of the island that was literally wiped from the face of the earth. There was a five-star club med on at mid island in what they call governor's harbor and or it might have been in uh north palmetto point i'm not 100 percent sure where the exact location is it's one of those two um needless to say the 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 club med wiped to foundations so there i come in 2009 10 years later and when I tell you, even 10 years later, the beach where the Club Med Resort was, all that was left was the lifeguard chair, the empty cement pool, and then foundation slabs and bits of granite that I've, I've asked, you know, the people that live there and work there um, that are friends of mine now, they tell me that that granite is countertops from the destroyed bungalows that were on the beach. Um, so they, I, they've seen, they've lived, they know this type of destruction. And so long story short, I found my, my paradise, but the greater story here is, you know, if there's anything that you can do, if you're listening to this within the next couple of weeks, if there's anything that you can do to help the people of the Bahamas, please do. Um, they're going to need everything from water to food, to assistance in building shelter, to medical, um, and even blood. You know, if you have an opportunity to donate to the, the Red Cross, please do, um, please do, you know, today alone, the death toll, uh, stayed at seven until early evening, and then they upgraded it to 20. And, you know, I have a very sick feeling in my stomach that that's just the tip of the iceberg. And so I, you know, I, I know, Everybody with a soul feels horrible about this. Um, not only do I feel horrible about this, but it's it's touching a, a nation that I'm I'm very near and dear to. And if anybody who knows me knows, is once all the kids are grown, once all the kids are out and they have flown from the nest and everybody's doing well, I'm retiring there. <laughs> That's. That's, I'm going back to heaven before I go to heaven, so to speak. Um, 
I will continue to visit the island for sure. I, I, I find something new and exciting there all the time. And this is not an island that is built up for tourism, and nor should it ever be. Um, it's an island that is just still perfect, still pristine, um, still amazing. And, and you know, I could do an entire podcast talking about the island of Eleuthera and the people there. Um, but I will just tell you that... Um, Someday, if you ever need me and I'm old and gross and, and, and wrinkly skin, I will still be smiling because I will be in my heaven. Um, but please help, help, help anybody and everybody, whether they're stateside or in the Bahamas. I'm saying the Bahamas now because we all know they took Cat 4, Cat 5 wins for days, not a day, not a couple hours, days so please, if there's anything you can do, help the people of the Bahamas. We are going to need to help the people of the United States as well as this tends to look like it's crawling up the east coast of Florida and then into the Carolinas, Georgia and the Carolinas. So, you know, keep these people in your thoughts and in your prayers. Um, I know that 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 particular phrase gets trounced these days, but um, I do believe that you know, enough people with the same intention can move mountains. And that's that's a, the most non-religious thing I can say about a religious act of, you know, praying for those or keeping them in your thoughts and prayers. Um, so that's it for Dorian. It's just, I, I couldn't not talk about it. It's the lead on every single news channel. It's the lead on every single website, uh, whether you go, whether you fetch your news from Google News or you fetch it from uh, Yahoo it's or Fox or CNN or wherever the fuck you go. Um, it's big news. It's it's frightening news. So there will be a, a massive international rescue and relief effort to to help to help these people. And if you can do anything, it's a good thing to do. Um, you know, we need a few sunny days. That's a that's a good way to put it. So getting, you know, cleansing ourselves of that because that's that's a very negative vibe. I feel horrible for the people there. Um, but we must, you know, continue on. The show's got to go on. We have to continue to talk. There's there's other topics to discuss. Um, hell, I could talk for another fucking hour on the Red Sox, but I won't do that to you. Um, just no JoJo's, no happy fan. Um, but beyond all that, there are some other things on a lighter note that we can talk about. And that's, you know, weird news. And my favorite, weird news from Florida. So I'm going to tease a couple of these. Uh, I don't know how many we'll actually talk about. A lot of these look like um, video clips. And I don't really want to watch video clips. But the headlines are plenty good enough if you ask me. Um, first one. Three-car pileup in a McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> that I need to understand. <laughs> Alligator climbs fence at a naval station in Jacksonville. Well, duh. That's that's in nature. Um, Florida iguana hunter fires pellet gun, mistakenly shoots a pool worker. <laughs> I gotta hope he was aiming for an iguana, missed and hit the pool worker, but didn't sight in the pool worker first type of deal. Um... Florida man stuffs $50 worth of steak in his pants in an attempted theft. That one I did read about. Um, didn't talk about it on my last one, but not only, you know, they're burying the lead because I think the funniest part of that was he put the 50-pound roast, uh, and I believe it was a pork loin, uh, beef loin roast, 
in the front of his pants, but in the legs of his pants, he also had propane cylinders, like the kind you use for a camp stove. Um, that, to me, was the funnier part of that story. A uh, creepy thing from Alachua County. Uh, Alachua County is near Gainesville, Florida. Um, county sheriff's dep- deputies find a shark and a gator in the same freshwater creek, which is the sign of the end of the world. Uh, Florida man steals mail truck, leading to a pursuit up 95. Uh, intoxicated man climbs Fort Castillo de San Marcos in St. Augustine and falls. Um, come on. How fucking stupid are you? Who does that? TSA, St. Augustine man, tries to board a flight with a grenade launcher. Good times. <laughs> you know, if, if, if it wasn't a real story, I don't know what the hell I would say. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's some of the news that's happening around Florida. Um, beyond all that, we talked about, let's think about what we've talked about so far. We talked about the episodes that we've already done and what I kind of plan on doing uh, from a content perspective next season. I'll build on some of those episodes, continue to bring you new stuff because at the end of the day, um, we all enjoy new stuff. I'm also going to try to see if I can't work in a um, a segment on like a joke or, or a, a really funny thing that happened that translates well. Um so that's another avenue that I'm looking at for season two. Um, maybe bringing in some guests. That's always an opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm still a little PTSD from my, my attempted. Um, oh, I'm so angry about that. Uh, <laughs> still angry about it. Uh, if you haven't listened to all of the podcasts, there is one, and I don't remember which one it was, but I want to say it's episode nine, uh, eight or nine, somewhere back there. I'll pr- try to bring it up real quick. Um, that one, oh, that made me so angry, <laughs> so angry. Um, I had booked a national, I'm bringing it up now. Okay, so it was episode... Was it stress and working through it? Oh, it might have been. No, no, no. Oh, mm, I don't know. It might have been an episode 10, a window in. Might have been. Or it was episode 12. I'll have to re-listen to him. But, oh, I lost my shit. And I'm okay to admit, <clears throat> I'm okay to admit it. I, uh, sorry, more water. To explain the story is to say that I worked very hard um, and was able to book a national talent comedian uh, to come on my podcast with me to do like a 15, 20 minute spot uh, where we could talk a little bit about him and also find out, you know, what he's up to, where he's going and, and you know, have some fun with him. Um, he's a sort of local guy. He's out of Connecticut in New Jersey. Um he was on America's Got Talent. He went all the way to the final four. I think it was the final two. Um, and his name's Tom Cotter. And oh, I still have PTSD. I ghosted him. Yeah, I did. I um, was so embarrassed with... So here's the story. 
if I haven't, if I've already told this, I'm sorry. I, I just, you know, the, the, the PTSD just set in. So I have to tell it. So I work really hard. I book Tom and I talked to Tom during the day prior to talk to Tom the day of, uh, talk to Tom 10 minutes before we go live. And this is when I'm still doing it as a live podcast broadcast, which I was comfortable with because I did that when I was doing the Celtics post game. And, you know, so I give Tom the call in number and I start the podcast and I don't hear my intro music. And that's the, like, hi, I'm a red flag. So I'm like, oh shit, this sucks. So I hit it again. And then he's texting me. I can hear the music. Can you hear me? And I said, I can't hear you at all. Now, mind you, I'm vamping while I'm doing this to try to, you know, fill the air with anything and i and i have nothing you know my whole podcast is based on my interview with tom it's going to be a short one it's going to be funny and then we're going to be done so i start panicking so i apologize profusely he says no problem technical he couldn't have been any nicer if he wanted to be i was mortified literally liquid on the inside like you know is Tom Adam Sandler level? Is Tom Seth Meyers level? Is Tom Jimmy Fallon level? No, but it doesn't mean, you know, you treat him any different. I would treat Jimmy Fallon the same way I treated Tom. I would ghost Jimmy Fallon. I guarantee you, Tom, if you're listening to this, I apologize for ghosting you. Uh, if it was Jimmy Fallon, I would have ghosted him too. Uh, if it was Adam Sandler, I would have ghosted him too. Um, I would have. I was so horrified but so needless to say i apologize profusely he tells me don't worry couldn't been nicer i delete the episode rebook the episode go live again now this time i can hear tom clear as day and tom can't hear me so he hangs up he calls back in he calls from a landline he calls from a cell phone again the most gracious person I've ever met in regards to working with, you know, some fucking jack off in his basement. I'm not in a basement. I'm in actually a nice little room, but anywho, um, he's working with some jack off trying to, trying to do a podcast and I'm, I'm horrified. Right. So we end the call. You know, I, I, I apologize again and again and again. I really couldn't stop apologizing. It was borderline fucking embarrassing. And, he says, let's just, you know, let's do this again. Let's try to, you know, I'm going to be at this place, this place. Maybe you can come. We'll do a live set. You know, no, yeah, no fucking chance. Um, <laughs> like, ah, so long story short, I never, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't call Tom. I don't text Tom. Um, I don't know if Tom listens to my podcast anymore. I hope he does. But I was so fucking embarrassed that I, I literally, I ghosted him. I, I, I'm okay to admit it. So if I do bring in guests for season two, like how I, I can always bring things full circle to you. Um, if I bring in guests for season two, it's going to have to be live. Um, I'm going to probably get another mic just to guarantee that the sound is what you've now become accustomed to, you know, nothing that's too crazy. It flows smoothly. It sounds good. It, it's, it doesn't sound like I'm, you know, on a radio broadcast crackling. I'm coming through. You can hear me now. Yeah. It's not going to be anything like that. Um, it's going to be clear. It's going to be clean. It's going to be good. So, First off, I need to get some more equipment. Secondly, I need to 
put my big boy pants on and say goodbye to my PTSD about having a host and know that the the new method in which I record negates that from being an issue down the road. Like I don't have to worry about if I have a guest on the audio not being good. Um, and then I have to book a guest. And I hope that Tom doesn't have a network of comedians because I'd love to bring comics on. I mean, n- no person on this planet is a, a, a more seasoned listener, appreciator of, and attender of comedy than I am. Um, if you have a good act and you're playing near me, I go to see you. If you are a national act and you have a Netflix special, I am watching it immediately. If you are Bill Burr, I would probably come to your house and do the podcast, but you probably wouldn't let me in the gate. Um, Bill Burr is like my Jesus when it comes to comics. Um, I just, there's something about his style of comedy that resonates with me at a level of, like, I want to be his friend. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, not creepy, not going to creep around his house, take pictures of his fucking dog or anything weird like that. But it's hard when I do my podcast to not try to emulate Bill Burr. And my voice obviously doesn't do it. I mean, I can imitate Bill Burr, his whole thing about um, going to a, you know, when you go to a fast food place now, they try to make you do shit. Like he'll go in and say, I want a turkey with lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, and mayo. And the guy says, okay, uh, turkey with lettuce, tomatoes, and pickles, and the mayo's over there. And I look at the guy and I say, do I look familiar to you? It's because I don't fucking work here. I'm, I, I didn't fire the mayo guy. Um, I can't do his voice, and I can do a lot of voices. I can't do Bill Burr's voice. But I know that when I hear him do his comedy... It makes me happy. I fucking lose my shit. I laugh like a like a little boy, and it's the best thing ever. So, um, you know, I don't know that I'll get Bill Burr level or Mark Maron level, another one of my comic gods that I'd love to have on the podcast. Um, in fact, I will share this with you. There are two pod uh, three. Sorry, there are three podcasters right now. Sorry, Bill Burr, you're not on the fucking list. Settle down. Um, there are three podcasters that through listening to them over the course of the last, Jesus, four years um, or more, they're the reason I want to do my podcast. And I do my best to not emulate what they do. Um, And they would be in no particular order, none whatsoever. And you listen, one of them is a little controversial. And I'm just going to throw it out there ahead of schedule and say, I don't fucking care what he does on his permanent, on his you know, his private time. Um, I'm speaking solely to the quality of the podcast that they provided when they did it that I found extremely entertaining and energizing in a manner in which I wanted to do my own podcast. So again, in no particular order, Joe Rogan, Mark Marin, Chris Hardwick. Those three between the Nerdist, WTF, and the Joe Rogan Experience those are the three podcasts that when I first started listening to podcasts, that's what made me say, I got to do this. I want to do this. Joe Rogan from his, for his cool, laid back, awesome, fresh, positive MMA fucking just good dude perspective um, to Mark Marin's satirical just life experiences and what's bothering him, but he does it in such a good way in his voice and his cadence and, you know, just hooks you into every episode. And Chris Hardwick, the nerdist, um, 
it was literally the best podcast I have ever listened to. And I listened to a lot prior. I've listened to a lot since. Um, the Nerdist podcast with Chris Hardwick was the perfect blend of funny, inappropriate, nerdy, educational. It was, it was, it was everything rolled into one. And, you know, I, I, I miss the Chris Hardwick um, version of the Nerdist, but those are the three that really got me into doing this. And so will I ever get talent like that to come on my show? Fuck. I hope so. <laughs> you know, I, I would love it. Um, I would welcome it. They, they're not going to come to my podcast. Like I could write them. I wrote an artist, um, a music artist and not, you know, not a star, um, but B, BC somewhere in there and wanted them to come on the podcast. Cause I like their music, not a response back. So I don't think if that person wouldn't come on my podcast, I highly doubt Chris Hardwick's like, you know what? I got a, I got a free fucking hour. I'll just come talk to you. Or, you know, Joe Rogan being like, fuck, yes, I'll do a podcast with you. That would be awesome. Or Marin just being like, yeah, come on, come over. You can get in the fucking garage. We'll use the old studio. It'll be fun. We'll talk, we'll talk about vinyl. We'll talk about my audio file um, addiction. We'll talk about, you know, just fucking life in general and this fucking president. I mean, I, I would love it, um, but I don't think it'll ever happen. So why waste too much time on it? But I will try to to bring in some guests um, beyond my friends and see how that goes. Um, one of the things that I think that is fun or energetic to me about doing a podcast is that, wait a sec, phenomenal, just in case you're still playing around at home. Um <laughs> One of the things that I find interesting and energizing about doing the podcast is the simple fact that I have the ability to to kind of get the things out that are in my head. And if you can do it with somebody else, I think that's a good too. Um, you know, lately I've been listening to the um what's it Who's Your Daddy podcast with from Barstool. And those two, um, Alex and Sophia, yay. Hashtag daddy gang. I did it right. Um, those two have excellent chemistry when you hear them talk. And, you know, they they have outrageous podcast topics too. So, you know, you, 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 you take some massively taboo topics and you put two women or two men or a man and a woman having that discussion. And it's... It definitely gets ears and eyeballs. I'll tell you that much. Um, and it's a very good podcast. They do a phenomenal job. Oh, shit. Did it again. Um, they do a fantastic job with it. And um, I like listening to that one as well. So whatever your whatever your, your podcast likes are, let me know. I mean, if you're into true crime, maybe I can get an investigator to talk about a, a case and we'll do an entire episode on true crime. That's the beauty of being a variety comedy-based podcast you know the the comedy can be anecdotal it can be satirical it can be you know off the cuff it can be sophomoric it can be whatever i want it to be um but the the reason that i did the podcast was that i was burnt out on doing basketball games um and i did a lot of them last year for the boston celtics um not the play-by-play or the color but the post game and you know you do a lot you, you have callers you talk and it's great. I love talking about basketball. It's it's a sport that I gained a, a new appreciation for over the past couple of years and have really just kind of found myself immersed in that sport because of the post games that I do. But 
at the end of the season, I wanted to to really expand on topics. I wanted to be able to talk about anything. And creating the Brain Droppings podcast has really afforded me that opportunity to just talk about whatever I want. I mean, I fucking talked about everything from, you know, stupid news stories from around the world to Jesus, the hurricane. I mean, I, I can talk about anything I want. Um, and I like that. I, I really do. I, I It's kind of what makes me do this. So I hope that you've enjoyed listening to the previous 17 episodes and this one, the season finale for Brain Dropping, season one, episode 18. Um, I hope that you continue to listen, subscribe, um, find us on the site that you enjoy digesting your podcast from and subscribe, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, TuneIn, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, Pandora. And again, if you have... Um, an Amazon-enabled device. Simply say, Alexa, play Brain Droppings podcast. She'll get the newest episode and play it for you. Um, always reach out to us on Twitter at droppings underscore pod. So on Twitter, that's at droppings underscore pod. That'll put you onto the list. Maybe you can help us promote it, get some more people listening to it. Be super. Um, I'm going to keep doing it, so <laughs> whether you listen or not, uh, or email us at braindroppingspod at gmail.com. Again, show ideas, feedback, positive or negative. It's okay. I can take it both. I won't turn it into another episode. I think episode 17 was my put it to bed, you can't slash won't stop me type of podcast. And moving forward, I'll try to take all criticisms in a in a positive manner in a, in a way that I can be constructive with them. Uh, but I'm going to keep doing them. <laughs> That's just how it's going to be. And I want to thank you for coming along on this ride with me. It's been a, not a, I wouldn't say it's been a bear of a season. It's been a, a fun season to do. Um, I've enjoyed doing it. And the fact that I have good listenership tells me that you enjoy listening to it. So I'm going to keep doing it. You're going to keep listening. We're going to keep having fun. Um, and until I open up season two, which if we are at the 4th of September today, then I would guess you can expect to see this uh, new one next Friday, next weekend. So check in. Season two will be good. Um, I'm going to make it good. I'm going to make it better. I'm going to keep building on what we do and provide you with great content. So again, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Joe Show. You're listening to the Brain Droppings podcast. Find us wherever you get podcasts. Until we talk again in season two. See ya. <laughs>